0: Well,
1: some of the crowd are on the pitch. Gary. This is Josh. Let's talk soccer, which we may be changing the name soon. Yeah. So um, we think we've narrowed it down to a couple of names. The biggest challenge is finding the right um, Instagram handle. So, working on that think we found one that works. Once we find one or two that we know we can lock in, we will solicit your input. Yeah. Cuz we want to make this work for you guys. Um but in the meantime, first off, we want to say thank you. We blew through 22,000 followers. Right. Blowing through 23,000, almost at 24. Like yep. just a couple more days at this rate. Um we'll be at 25 before we know it, and that's all thanks to the people on the other end of this podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Uh, this is amazing. Amazing, amazing. Um, fantastic. Like, almost too fantastic of a response to our request. We we mentioned or we posted about a week ago, uh, maybe six days ago, that um, we would be willing to post your teams, your fantasy teams, Um if you want us to, we solicit feedback and input and tips and advice from other followers. And boy, did you guys want your stuff posted. Yeah. Hundreds and hundreds of submissions. So what we did, and I think you'll agree, we've been very diligent and good about posting teams. We've probably hit just about every conceivable uh, combination of squads by now. But yeah. lots of great advice. You guys are keeping up. Uh, A consistent level of advice for these managers, and for the most part, everybody's being respectful and nice. Uh, A couple cheeky people here and there, but that's to be expected. But um, if your team was submitted to us before 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time this past Wednesday, then we're doing everything we possibly can to get it posted before – the team submission deadline on Friday. Yeah. Um, but there's only two of us, so we're doing what we can. Um, and we've also posted that in quite a few posts recently, too, of what sort of our cutoff is. So um, what we will do is, uh, in a more manageable level throughout the season, um, we'll, we'll do the same thing. You know, if you have tweaks you want to make to your team or you're thinking about making a transfer or whatever, I think this uh, collective intelligence, this – Crowdsourcing, really is what it is, um, has been pretty phenomenal. So yep. we will keep it up. All right. And one more thing uh, on the housekeeping note. Um, please, if you haven't already, join our private fantasy league, the our FPL league. The code is this. Get ready. 14152-3621 you must enter it exactly like that, including the dash. There's no spaces. It's numbers, dash, numbers. Again, that number is 14152-3621. We have almost 3,000 people in our league, which I think is about 1,000 more already than we had last season, which yeah. is great. great. Um, I don't know what a large-sized... Um, fantasy Premier League private league is, but I would have to imagine ours is is big, uh, which is great. Uh, we love the participation um, and it makes it more competitive. So uh, you know let's go out there and make a name for ourselves. this is pretty cool. So we thought what we'd do is since um, by the way, today is Monday the 6th of August. so on Fr- this coming Friday, as everyone is well aware, Premier League kicks off, which is awesome. As went by part. pretty quickly. Went, went by fast. You know, yeah. since City lifted the trophy to now, um, went by pretty quickly. I think the World Cup helped a lot. Yeah, because sort of, we were actually
0: entertained and we weren't just sitting yes. counting days. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> Absolutely. Um, so what we thought we'd do on today's podcast is sort of what we've been doing for the past week or two weeks is, is posting some tips. Yep. or Not posting tips, but discussing tips. Um really more fundamentals than anything else. There's a lot of people who are new um, to FPL and just looking at some of the DMs that we've been getting, the questions, or even how they're formulating their teams. Um, it looks like there's a lot of people who um, have really good ideas but maybe aren't super familiar with sort of the fundamentals. Yeah. Um, you get those first and then everything else sort of falls into place. So let's start there, and then we're going to sort of transition into uh, teams and fixtures, uh, and then ultimately discuss players that are worth a look from you for your fantasy team. All right, so first up, and we posted this on Instagram today, um, and this is supplied by the Premier League. Do's and don'ts um, for Fantasy Premier League. So the first do is... Invest your 100 million pound budget on the pitch. That means you're starting 11. You have obviously have four bench players as well, but spend the majority of your budget on your starting 11, um, and then just find some value, some cut price players for your bench Um, that can come off when needed. Uh, Really, the bench should be nothing more than fill-ins if um you have a player that's injured but you don't want to transfer him out uh maybe that player uh in your starting 11 doesn't start uh a defender for instance so your your first defender on the bench in that number one spot um you would get his points yep so really that's what it is um when you get closer to double game weeks and maybe you want to use your bench boost then um then you look at sort of beefing up your your bench some uh next do is select only one or two captain options so last year obviously kane and salah uh were the two most captained players and that's really what you want though ultimately that captain or those two potential captains throughout your season are the players that you're going to build the rest of your team around anyway, right? Yep. You want players that um, that played a lot of minutes last year, mm-hmm. um, which is something you can look up when you select a player. You can look at their information and see historically um, how many minutes they played last season, uh, which is very very important uh, when choosing anybody in your starting eleven as well as your bench. You want players who who played you know a majority of the minutes last season because it helps ensure that they will this season as well. But look for one or two. You don't want to be bouncing all over the place. Um, good options. Obviously, Salon Kane, um, De Bruyne, um, Aguero. They're all really
0: consistent. <clears> and <throat> Yeah. They have really high uh, points per game average.
1: Yes. Hazard. Uh, players, players like that. Um, now, be careful. The World Cup ended not too long ago, there will be players, big-name players, players probably on your fantasy team that will not play in weeks one, maybe two, maybe even into three. Um, And you can pretty much guess who they are, I would say. Uh, A lot of the England players, um, French, of course, Belgium. Um, That's going to be the majority of it. So we've seen a lot of teams with Kane already on it. Um, and uh, Trippier, and uh, who else? Pogba, players like that. Hazard. Just be careful. You know, keep your eyes on what their managers have to say about them, and sort of what their status levels are. Some players just recently uh, returned to their team camps, so the fitness level um, isn't going to be there. So just be just be aware of that when you're choosing players. All right, next up, plan for the short term. Um, So you have a wild card the first half of the season, and then you have one in the second half, but that wild card is really there. You can blow up your entire team at no uh, points deduction and reset your entire 15-man squad if you want. So you should be living about three weeks uh, into the future at a time. Um, So look at... Uh, The FDRs, the fixture difficulty rankings, which we're going to go through, Um, that will help you identify teams that have favorable fixtures ahead, Uh, and then you can sort of narrow it down from there and look at players um, depending on your budget and the positions you need filled.
0: And then also also, instead of the wild card, you get one free transfer (laughs) a week. So let's right. say you don't spend it one week. It will carry over. That's right. And then if you save about
1: every three weeks, you'll have three free transfers yeah. to spend yeah. around each week. I, I think I think, it may not stack up that much. I'm not certain. At the very least, and you might be right, th- at the very least, if you don't use it one week, you'll have at least two the following week. So that that's a sizable – chunk of um, of a team, yep. you know, when you're arranging. So what you can do, though, and what you should do, I believe, is think about over those couple or three weeks ahead of you, how are you going to rotate your squad? And what transfers might you do? So, for instance, you may not put De Bruyne on your team yet because you're not sure that he's going to play in week one. But then uh, between weeks one and two, Pep has a press conference and says – Kevin is absolutely starting. We need him out there. Um, well, there you go. Use your transfer. Bring in De Bruyne if that was your original plan. So just have, have a little bit of a strategy and a little plan in mind. Don't be so reactive. Be a little proactive and go out and look and see, uh, for instance, Arnautovic. Great value at 7 million pounds. Uh, he was uh, reclassified as a forward this year. A lot of potential points for not a lot of money with him. But their first seven or eight weeks are just horrific. Uh, so I've been advising people not to take Arnie until a little further into the season. So that's an example of that. All right, some don'ts. Do not overload on new Premier League players. They're sort of the the shiny new objects. Everybody's putting Jorginho on their team. Uh, everybody's putting... A lot of the newly promoted players, because they're te- cheap, uh, Neves and Jota and players like that, Sessegnon, these players are either not proven in the Premier League yet, uh, especially for the newly promoted teams, <clears throat> um, or you just don't know what you're going to get with them. Salah last year turned out to be a phenomenal um, you know, player who was newly added, uh, more or less a newly added player to the Premier League, although he'd been here years before. <clears throat> but um, that's a rare thing. So just just go with what you know.
0: Yeah, wow. especially um, players last year that were good. Um, right. And you know they had a good season. Yeah. Uh, they're sort of safe bets. Yeah. Most of them are, at least. And, I mean, it was shown, like, someone like Karius, yeah. who's was a good keeper in Germany Yeah, and comes over, it – I wouldn't say it's awful, but yeah. it doesn't isn't it at the same standard as we expected.
1: That's right. Yep. So uh, you know, a lot of people are on the Rui Patricio bandwagon, things like that. Just you know, be a little skeptical of those things. It's not bad to get one or maybe two of them, but you know, don't go all in on all these new players. And also for players that are just transferring teams, make sure you know how they're gonna be used uh before you grab them. So, Richarlison, a lot of people are are snatching him up um which I'm sure he'll be in a an attacking mid midfielder role of some sort. But just beware um of how they're going to be using a new system. Chelsea is a good example of Sarri comes in and he likes to play more of I think a 443 or sorry, 442 or a 433, one of those two. Four in the back formation. Um Where Marcus Alonso, who's been a wing back and has gotten gobs of points for attacking and assisting and stuff, all of a sudden now is going to be a a proper fullback.
0: Yeah, where at that point you're really relying on
1: the clean sheet. That's all you're relying on, yeah, pretty much. So um, just sort of do a little research on these guys, for sure. All right. Um, Don't be swayed by preseason form is another don't. So – just because a team, I think Everton won like 20, 22-0. 22-0 over a team, and I think four players had hat tricks that game, maybe five or something, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to have the best season ever yet. So, um, again, you got to compare apples to apples, and how do they perform against uh, players and teams of the same caliber, not against uh, you know a team in a preseason friendly where it's a little more relaxed and maybe they're not playing against a team's A-squad. Do not pick players who are uncertain starters. All right, we've already talked about that some. You want to make sure that your players have played a lot of minutes if they've played in the Premier League before. If not, go back and look at um, how they played in whatever domestic league they came from. You want to make sure that these players are going to get minutes, uh, whether they're bench players or especially your starters. Because at least if they play uh, 60 minutes, yep. at least they get two points.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's not great, but at least it's something.
1: Yes, unless a card or, or something like that, but right. Um, yeah, the last thing you want is uh, for your players not to play. Yeah. That's definitely not an idea. Uh, one other don't that I'll add to that list, and you may have some others too, a do or a don't. Uh, but this is a don't. Don't play four in the back. Yeah. It's... it's All you can really rely on for the most part is um, our clean sheets. And if just one goal is allowed, you lose all those potential points. Whereas with the more attackers you have up front, you've got opportunities for assists and goals. Um, And if they mess up... They don't get negative points for missing shots. Right. Uh, Whereas if a defender's goalkeeper lets in one ball. Um you lose a potential 6 points.
0: Yeah, and this this wasn't often, but some of the teams that we posted uh five in the back.
1: Yeah. I mean
0: I would I definitely wouldn't park the
1: bus. Yeah, park the bus those on fancy. Those are the PTB
0: teams. Yeah. Park the buses. Uh, four in the back is bad enough, and yeah. then five in the back. Yeah. I think mean, that's a bit too much. Absolutely.
1: And I'm sure as we talk more during this podcast, we'll have more do's and don'ts. Alright, and Josh, I think you have another don't. Yeah, uh,
0: for many players, they're consistent through the season, but there's some players that get on about two or three good matches of uh, of decent play. They maybe score a goal, get an assist, so don't sort of jump on the bandwagon and go for those players who didn't really do anything mm-hmm. in the rest of the season, right? but have a few good matches and you have to get them. That's
1: right. Uh, no, that's a really good point. Um, you'll see, more often than not, uh, a player maybe that doesn't have a lot of ownership <clears throat> has a good game, and then all of a sudden uh, he's one of the top five most transferred in players for yeah. the week. <clears throat> you got to be able to recognize um, what is, like you said, consistency and what is um, just a little bit of a fad. So trends versus fads. But I think that's a really good point. All right. Earlier, we mentioned FDRs, the fixture difficulty rankings. Again, what those are is uh, it's a scale of one to five, um, from one being least difficult to five being most difficult. And that's how uh, the Fantasy Premier League rates each upcoming fixture. So it's based on. Uh, wins and losses, team form, home and away, all that stuff. So they've, they've posted it on their website, all fixtures for all 20 teams um, for the entire season. But of course, those FDRs will change uh, after the first week, honestly, depending on how teams <coughs> perform. But as one of the do's uh, that we discussed said, look at the first three weeks. And we've identified, and we've posted this on the at Let's Talk Soccer Instagram account. Um, Teams that we've identified, we did a little bit of the math and sort of averaged out their FDRs for the first three weeks. And we have a list of about seven or so teams uh, that have very favorable FDRs. So we'll talk about the teams, and then we can talk about players from each team. But quickly, the list is this. Bournemouth, they have a 2.3 FDR. Two, two twos um, and one three. That's really good. Burnley has the best. They have just a flat two. All three of their first games are at a two FDR. Cardiff has a 2.7, so that's two threes and then a two FDR. Everton also a 2.3, so uh, their first two weeks are rated twos, and then their third week is a three. Liverpool, also a 2.3. Southampton is a flat three. So of this list, they have the quote-unquote most difficult set of uh, first three fixtures. And then Watford is also a 2.3. So, again, those are Bournemouth, Burnley, Cardiff, Everton, Liverpool, Southampton, and Watford. Now, um, Liverpool aside, not a lot of what you might think of standout players Yeah. on those teams. Liverpool is stacked with them. You can pretty much choose anyone. <laughs> yes, but you're looking for – chances are you've purchased one relatively expensive or super expensive um, goalkeeper, so you need to find a cut-price goalkeeper. So these teams are good for that, and we've done that. Um, same thing for um, bench players. Uh, if you're running low on cash, you can find cut price players from these teams and know that they have a high likelihood of having success in their first three matches. Uh, one thing that we did, for example, is uh, we have Ederson as our main goalkeeper and Begovic as, will become the backup goalkeeper, but we're starting Begovic in week one because he has a super easy matchup and Ederson goes up against Arsenal. At yep. Arsenal. So um, we're going to lean on Begovic there. But let's go ahead, Josh, and talk about <clears throat> players from some of these teams and what we think might be um, some good bets for our friends here. So we mentioned – we'll start with Bournemouth, and we mentioned Begovic. So at 4.5 million pounds, he's a really good bet. Uh, his first couple, his first three games look like this: uh, Cardiff at home, West Ham away, and Everton at home. So really favorable set of matchups there for Beggo. Um, Daniels, of course, on defense at 4.5 million. Steve Cook, you know the, the usual starters there on defense. Ake um, is at five million, but he's got a bit of a canuck. Yeah, so canuck he's a, he's currently a. Uh, 75% playing, but chances are he'll play. Um, I know that the scout, uh, the FPL scout, was really big on Josh King. Yep. And uh, especially because of the the list of matchups that they have ahead of them, Uh, he's only 6.5 million pounds, and it looks like of the first 10 game weeks, they only have one game that's above a three on the FDR list. Most of them are twos. So – uh, King, albeit a little bit inconsistent sometimes, um, is a great value for yeah. that, especially if you already have one or maybe two uh, more expensive uh, forwards there.
0: And then also if you need to sort of cut down on maybe like ha- uh, half a million, yes, um, Wilson's also a really good option.
1: Mm, yep, yep. And again, with those players, check and see how many minutes they played. You know, is that someone that you want to put on your bench, or do you maybe want to put them in your starting 11? Yeah. Burnley is next on the list, and Burnley has that 2.0, so their first three game weeks are nothing but twos, which is great. Uh, Pope, in goal, of course, is injured. Um, Looks like Tom Heaton now is a bit injured, too, with a calf injury, but more likely than not, he will play. And he got injured last season and sat out most of it, and Pope picked up. Pope did a great job in goal for Burnley. But Heaton, uh, before he got injured, was doing just as well. So Heaton is a really good bet. You know that Burnley defense tends to do well, and they're pretty inexpensive. Ward, Tarkowski, and me are all at 5 million pounds. Uh, In the midfield, Goodmanson is only 6 million. Uh, He takes their free kicks. A I believe, assists. yep, gets a lot of assists. So um, definitely some players to look at from Burnley. Next up, we're going to look at Cardiff. Um, you know, new to the league, so don't know exactly what to expect here. Well, let's see who we've seen that's been pretty popular on the list here. Um any of I think
0: Hoylet, uh, the midfielder from Canada, is pretty popular. He had uh, quite a few goals from them last season, and also top assistor. Yeah, uh, he also has experience in the league, playing for yeah. Swansea.
1: Yeah, Cardiff, you're really gonna want to um, sort of use them sparingly. Definitely go in and look and see, you know, minutes and performance uh, from last season in the championship. A great website to go to is transfer market um you can look up by player by team see how many minutes they played exactly what positions they've played in uh goals assists all those sorts of stats it's a great tool to use uh when you're researching players all right next up is everton and there's been a lot of uh activity for Everton as far as Fantasy Premier League goes. Um, Pickford, of course, great option. Um, is a great option. He had a great World Cup for England. Just be careful that um, goalkeepers don't need to rest as much as field players, <clears throat> but there's a chance that, um, that he won't play in Week 1. The problem for him is the defense he has in front of him. A little bit of a shaky defense, um, so just be aware of that. But, Speaking of Baines, has been uh, at five point five million has been a pretty, um, pretty uh, popular choice. He also by does players. take their penalties. <clears throat> he does take their penalties. Uh, Dinier, um, who's new to the team at five million pounds, also has been um, very popular, and the scout is pretty big on him, and says that he may be a wise choice. And even mm-hmm. Seamus mm-hmm. Coleman. I yeah. Mean,
0: he was injured all last season. Yeah. And he's two years ago,
1: a great player. Yeah. In the midfield, we mentioned him earlier. Richarlison comes over from Watford. He's at 6.5 million pounds. He is probably your best bet as far as um, midfielders go for the team. And then forwards. Not quite sure what you're going to get here, who's going to play. There's a bit of a rotation. Uh, you've got Calvert-Lewin, you've got Nias, and you've got Tosin. Yep. More likely than not, Tosin will probably play. He came to the team in January, yeah. if I remember correctly. Um, so just in half the season, played almost 1,000 minutes. So uh, not quite as much as you'd like, but um, a great bench player, and I think Calvert-Lewin – is also – he played almost 1,900 minutes last season. So I think uh, between either one of them, you've got, at the very least, a good bench player um, to choose from. Next up, Liverpool. Um, Probably the most popular. I don't know any players from Liverpool. Who's on there? All right. Certainly Carrius. I think – I don't think anybody's um, probably gotten him. A lot of people are going with Allison, of course. But yet, unproven. Had a good World Cup.
0: Um, Yeah, except – I mean, you, you wouldn't be very smart if you were to pick Carius over Allison because he's unproven.
1: Yes. I, no, I'm just saying among all your goalkeeper choices, yeah. um, Allison may not yet be the player, especially at $5.5 million. You that's can a, that's a big investment. Apart from De Gea, you can pretty much get anyone. Ederson is five and a half. Yeah, you can get anyone else pretty much. Um, on defense, um, you want to look for attacking uh, defenders – If at all possible. So Robertson and Alexander Arnold. Those are probably your best bets. Yes. Um, Robertson is a little more expensive. He's at 6 million pounds. But that may be worth the investment. Yeah. Um, And, of course, you've got Van Dyke, too, who, you know, on corner kicks and set pieces is a beast. Yeah. So he's absolutely not a bad bet either. In the midfield, Salah, of course, um, probably will have the highest ownership. Again, this season and probably the most captained player. Um, the rest of the team, quite honestly, is a little bit. Or in the midfield, is subject to rotation. Uh, Mane, I think of, or I think of Mane, not just because their names rhyme, but a little bit in the same light as Sane, where they are super dangerous players. They play a good amount of the time, but they're subject to rotation. Yeah, um, I think they even cost the same amount of money uh, at nine and a half million, but. Mane's a great bet. Uh, I think a lot of people got excited um, <clears throat> you know, when Keita was signed on. Enough, so he's a new player to the league. Be careful how Klopp uses him. Um, Klopp has a lot of talent in midfield right now. So um, something's got to give and something's got to rotate. So just be wise with your choices there. At forward, of course, Firmino.
0: And the good thing about Firmino is that's really their only – yeah. True striking option. I mean, yes. Sturridge didn't really play. Solanke. And I
1: think he had the third most points uh, last season for Fantasy Premier League. Um, so definitely a wise choice. Next up is Southampton. Got <clears throat> Fraser Forrester in goal. Uh, he's only $4.5 so not necessarily... Uh, a horrible choice, but he only got seventy three.
0: And then also uh, this uh, McCarthy, yeah, also got a pretty even amount. Yeah, so you never know who's going to play between them.
1: Yeah, so let's see. Forster played eighteen hundred minutes last season. and McCarthy played sixteen hundred. So yeah, it's a pretty pretty even bag there.
0: So and you, you may not want to
1: choose either of them, quite honestly. And you don't even
0: know uh, Angus Gunn, the other keeper, yeah,
1: uh, Man City player on loan. He might play. You right. never know. You never know. Uh, defensively, they have some good cut-price defenders. You've got Ryan Bertrand at five million, and then you've got Cedric at four and a half, and he's a wingback. He's a, he wing a back. popular pick. Yeah, he is a popular pick, and he's he's extremely cheap. Yep. Um, and then Mayo Yoshida as well at four and a half million. Uh, in the midfield, eh, pretty much. Stay Honestly, away. out of this
0: team, there's not that many players you can really go
1: with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, defensively is really where we want to focus for Southampton. Yeah. And then Watford is the last team that we'll take a look at from these favorable FDR rankings. <clears throat> uh, I'd stay away from goalkeepers altogether. Um, Probably also defense and their defense. Yep, just looking at some of these uh, midfield. Decore, if he
0: if he plays, he does have a knock. Yes, seventy five percent chance he most likely will play. Yes. He's a strong guy.
1: He's he's he got one hundred and thirty six fantasy points last year. He played, also quite cheap. He played 3,324 minutes for them, which is yeah, pretty much most season. of the time. Yep, and he's only 6 million. Um, so he is a great value and someone that can give you differential. Yep. So everybody's going to own Salah, everybody's going to own Kane, players like that. So if you're looking at winning a league um, or even head-to-head, you need those dif- those differences, those differential players that are... Uh, are owned very little, but can produce points. And I think Decoray um, is a great option there. Yep. So rather than go through all of the other players that can get potential points and all this, I mean, you know all the other big players. I think those seven teams with those strong FDRs um, are great bets for filling out the rest of your team. You know you're going to... Choose a couple Man City players and Liverpool players uh, you know from the big six. Uh, you know, you'll get some players there. So this should help you round out the rest of your team and fill in those gaps. <clears throat> what we thought we'd do is share a draft of our team. Um, still not 100%. Like any other FPL manager, we're overthinking things and looking and, and getting ideas from you guys. Uh, with all of your submissions and all the great feedback we've gotten. But we'll go ahead, and uh, and of course, um, before Friday, we'll post our final team, and we'll also post the scout selection, as we always do. Um, so definitely check us out um, on the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram account. But here's what we've got so far. In goal, our stardom, we mentioned this earlier, is Begovich. Very good matchup. <clears throat> so we're playing a 3-4-3. Three, Begovic and Goal our three defenders for Tongan. <clears throat> Hopefully he'll play. Yep, we're going to keep an eye on that, but we've also strategically positioned our bench players.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Bellerin uh, who has a tough matchup against Man City. A lot of people are choosing Liverpool or sorry, uh, Arsenal and Man City players. They play each other in week 1. It's going to be tough, but after that both teams have have very favorable fixtures. Looking ahead. Um, and then Duffy, uh, who goes up against Watford. <clears throat> sort of a, a cut-price player there. Good midfield, we think. We've got Mkhitaryan, yeah Only $7 million. Um, hopefully not too much uh, up for rotation. Uh, we've got Salah as our captain right now. Milivojevic. Uh, something Josh sort of alluded to when you're choosing players, if they are the penalty kick takers or the free kick takers um, or even the corner kick takers any of the set pieces try to nab them up too just increases the likelihood of points Um, so Milivojevic and then Sane the plan here is at some point once we know KDB is back in the mix is probably to pick him up and get rid of Sane Yeah, quite honestly because Sane does get rotated and KDB is pretty much uh, Nucleus, you know, everything goes through him, or David Silva. So we'll pick up one of the two. Then our three starting forwards are uh, Firmino, who's our vice captain, Um, Zaha, who at only 7 million pounds is, I think, a great bargain, Um, and Crystal Palace have some very favorable matchups in the first few weeks, and then Josh King. We talked about him a little bit, but based on... Uh, FDR's King seems like a wise choice On the bench Ederson As our goalkeeper He will be rotated back into the starting lineup um, Or into the starting lineup After the first week Um, On the bench First defender in the first slot Is Zanka We mentioned that We wanted to position players um, That on the bench That can get points But also we know more or less, are going to play. So, for instance, if Duffy, who's one of our starting three defenders, doesn't play, um, it defaults to Zonka. Mm -hmm. We've got Harry Maguire in our second spot on the bench. He will come in for Duffy. After week one, they play Manchester United. And he played for England in the World Cup, so chances are Maguire may not start in week one, but we have him there waiting. Um, Again, a little bit of strategy, a little planning ahead. And then we've got Ruben Neves um, as our fifth midfielder um, who's on the bench. And I think big things are expected from him and should be one of those new players that can adapt well. And he's only 5 million pounds. And that's the team. So, of course, we will post it. Uh, We might have already snuck in a draft of our team already or two um, just to get feedback. And we've gotten... Pretty positive feedback on those yeah. teams. Um, so, tells us that we're probably, you know, on the right path. Smartest people in history. We are the smartest people in history. Now, these guys are the smartest people in history um, because they're the ones giving all the tips and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to do it, right? Yeah. Are mm-hmm. we done? We've talked yeah. enough, almost 38 minutes yeah. now. Um, all right, guys. Thank you so much for what you're doing on Instagram. Please, if you haven't yet, join our private FPL league. Um, If you already have, thank you, but get your friends to do it. Get these people involved. Let's go for 3,000. Let's go for 4,000 people. Let's make this the biggest private league in the world. 20 billion people. I know that um, Patrick Van Anholt has a league, and I'm sure... Just because of his reach, probably has a much bigger private league than we do. But for the unknowns, like us, we probably have a pretty good one. Yeah. It's because of these guys. All right, guys. Take care. We will post a lot of content on Instagram between now and the start of the season. Um, if you've DM'd us and we haven't gotten back to you, we're just we're doing things in the order they came in. That's the fairest way to do it. Yep. Um, so we apologize if you haven't heard back, but... We're doing our best to get back to everyone. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Until next time, we say peace. Peace. Goodbye.